Magavanin and Suilaid. To all my elf friends, I am Tani Tanuvio, the resident KUCI Middle Earth Elf, and welcome to What Would Arwen Do? This fine Wednesday morning here in the Shire, broadcasting from the University of California in Irvine. <clears throat> and I'm very excited coming up in just a few minutes. I have a very special guest. We're going to get right into the show right away this morning because she's a very busy lady and um, I just needed to get her on the show and this was the time slot. So she'll be calling in in just a few minutes. This is the show where we ask, I ask, if in a Middle Earth elf lived today in Southern California, what would her life look like? How would she celebrate and support the arts, music, her community, care for the planet and its creatures, <clears throat> all the things that elves care deeply about, as well as walking under starlight and communing with nature. So it's born out of my passion for all things Middle Earth and <clears throat> the wonderful work of J.R.R. Tolkien if you are tuning in for the first time, welcome, my Govanin, and you can contact me at askanelf at yahoo.com. I'd love to hear from you, and you can find podcasts and information about this show and all the public affairs programs of KUCI at our website, KUCI.org, or our public affairs website, KUCITalk.org. So... I'm very excited because just yesterday I went to a yoga class at Triad Yoga right here in Irvine. And if you've been listening for a while, you know that I'm the yoga elf. I think that the elves were doing yoga before it was called yoga because, of course, the elves predated humans. Um, but I love yoga. It's such a wonderful way to <clears throat> stretch and strengthen the mind and the body and working with the breath and you meet wonderful people and it's in this wonderful sacred healing space. So uh, I love yoga, even though I'm a Christian a, and now a Catholic Christian like uh, J.R.R. Tolkien. Um, I think that there's no disconnect between um, expressing our faith and being able to enjoy all of the benefits of yoga. So I wanted to take a class with Tasha because I had seen in her bio on, uh, it's Triad Yoga, on her bio that she is an instructor for something called Holy Yoga, H-O-L-Y Yoga. And I had heard of that, that it was a faith-based, Christian faith-based yoga classes, and I haven't been able to get to one yet, but... Her class at Triad was uh, not holy yoga, but it was a very healing and loving space and for practicing yoga. So my guest this morning will be Alison LaBianca, and I think she might be calling in. So I'm going to play just a little bit of music for a moment, and I will be right back. Let's hear a little bit of music, but in dreams, from the Academy Award-winning music of Howard Shore, which we heard at the beginning of the program as well. So please stay with me. I'll be right back. This is KUCI in Irvine, the best radio station in the history of Middle Earth. And if you're a lover of Middle Earth, as I certainly am, you probably love the account, even for some people that I know that weren't that crazy about the films, 
almost everyone loved the Academy Award winning score that Howard Shore made for these films. There's actually a whole musical world of Middle Earth with special themes and for each of the lands in Middle Earth. It's, it's amazing. If you are interested, you might get the book, uh, The Music of the Lord of the Rings. It actually has a CD at the back that has some things that have never been released on any other CD. So that, though, is uh, But in Dreams We Shall Meet Again from The Fellowship of the Ring. So I only have a little time this morning with my guests, and then we will talk a little bit afterwards. But my guest is Alison LaBianca, who is the Director of International Missions for Holy Yoga. We're going to talk a little bit this morning about something called Trauma-Sensitive Yoga, what it is, what, how you can get involved for helping people who are traumatized. So I'm going to just invite Allison right into the conversation. Allison, are you there? I'm here. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. And I know there's some place that you need to be very shortly. So thank you for being here. Uh, My I hope pleasure. We, I hope we can cover a lot of things without me uh, talking too fast. I have a tendency to do that sometimes. But, Allison, thank you so much. Uh, Tell us a little bit about uh, Holy Yoga and then this fundraiser that you guys are doing for the month of August, please. Sure. Um, Yeah, Holy Yoga is a lot about experiential worship, so it's setting the intention on Christ at the beginning and then weaving the Word of God throughout the practice. So it Mm. really is a very... Um, worshipful place, a place to really come to your mountain surrender, to be reminded how to live as an interconnected being, heart, soul, mind, and body. Um, and for me, what I love about it is that it just helps me create an um, inner silence so that I can really start to hear from the Spirit of God, because we just live such busy, full lives and, yes. you know, running around everywhere. So I, I love how the practice of whole yoga is really about helping us slow down and breathe and hear the Spirit. <laughs> Um, Yeah, just some basic things that I think we all could benefit from. Yes. Yeah, so that's kind of just a brief overview about holy yoga. And then within holy yoga, as you mentioned, I'm the international director. Um, And so we started to realize that body therapy is often very neglected with people who have experienced trauma. Mm -hmm. And um, but just how necessary it is, like the pain has to be unlocked in the body for individuals to really start to live as an interconnected being. Mm -hmm. And so um, using yoga, just yoga in general for therapy is really on the cutting edge right now. I was talking to my good friend who leads the trauma-sensitive holy yoga training, and she's a therapist, and she was talking about how this really is, you know, starting to become more of a thing. And so holy yoga really wants to be on the front lines of that kind of work. Mm. yeah, and so this campaign that, that from Indiegogo that I just launched a couple of days ago really is just about um, connecting with a couple of people we have partnered with in India. We have a long-term worker who is Indian, who is a whole yoga instructor. Um, so we were able to go to India in February, March of this past year, a small mm-hmm. team of us within holy yoga, and really start to see where God wanted us to have roots there. And so as we connected to different individuals and organizations, we began to see a few places where um, the Lord was leading us to make some connections and Mm. start to bring this idea there. That is wonderful. And how interesting that 
yoga, uh, India, which is in a sense the birthplace of the mm-hmm. yoga postures and everything that we know, and yet now we can go back in and use the very tools that they have given us to yeah. help bring healing and restoration into their culture. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the the um, the long term worker who I just mentioned, who lives there, he I mean he has such a heart for his people, and he was searching for truth most of his life, and was trying to find it in yoga and the um, you know seeking for a guru and just still wasn't satisfied. And when he met Jesus, he was like, "Oh my goodness, Jesus is my guru! Like this is who I want to follow and study under." So he has such an ability to bring holy yoga to his people in India and, um, you know, really can speak into the culture, speak into the belief system there, which is really powerful. Yes. You know, it's amazing how many Indian people that I run into. In fact, I was going to church. I, I was a Protestant for 30 years. I recently became a Catholic. I'm still a Protestant. I'm just, I'm just mm-hmm. adding the Catholic block to my faith because I wanted to be able to have communion every day. But I've mm-hmm. met a couple of Indian priests. And I did, he said that uh, India has a lot of priests. And I, I never imagined that, you know, so mm-hmm. it's just very interesting yeah. how God puts people in different places and uses the things of our life to you know, to reach out. And I, I just think it's so wonderful that you guys have expanded into this area of uh, trauma-sensitive yoga. As uh, I'm a yoga teacher. I haven't taught for a couple of years, but I, I love teaching. And um, I'm really hoping to take the holy yoga training at some point. Yeah, um, yeah. But as a teacher, I off and I love teaching beginning classes because I like to introduce people to yoga in such a way that they go, oh, I can do this and they have a mm-hmm. wonderful time and they feel a safe healing presence and they kind of have let let the world go for, you know, an hour, hour and a half. And But a lot of times people would come up to me after class and say, you know, this was so wonderful. But, you know, in, when we were in this pose, like especially maybe a, um, a reclining pose or a twist, they said, I just felt all these emotions coming up and I wanted to start crying and I didn't even know why. Yeah. Is that weird or is that? And I'm like, no, <laughs> yeah. because things get lost. Locked in the body, you know, and when you <laughs> slow down sometimes. And the wonderful thing about yoga is that it provides a sacred healing space for those kind of things to happen. Normally, we're too yeah. busy to even notice them. Uh-huh. It's yeah. so true. We tend to be very disconnected from the story our bodies are telling us. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. the fundraiser, now we won't um, mention any, uh, like, you know, uh, specific prices, but I think I can mention that your goal is 40000 which will be wonderful to be able to help people. You're about 35% there. You have yeah. 35 days, 37 days left, and it's mm-hmm. called Trauma Sensitive Yoga on uh, Indiegogo, and that's the first part, Ta- Trauma Sensitive Yoga, Yoga Empower, Restore, Set Free. And yeah. um, it's wonderful. There is a beautiful, I love the video that's on there, so um, mm, I'm thank you. hoping that the listeners can, because uh, at first I was having a little trouble finding it on there, but then I found it. Um, tra- yeah. It's Trauma Sensitive Yoga, and this beautiful video that where you um, uh, kind of introduce what it's about. In fact, you can only stay with me for a little while, so once we finish, I'm actually going to play that, and that's a beautiful oh, okay. song. Do you know who the artist is on that song? I didn't see it on the 
Yeah, actually, that's a good friend of mine. Her name is Caitlin Evanson. She lives in San Diego, and she is a very talented musician. And when I was kind of putting together this whole video, I just told her, you know, Isaiah 58 is so the passage that God has given me for what we're doing. Can you? And I gave her a couple of the lines of the passage and said, can you write a song? Oh, my gosh. And she wrote the song. It's called Brand New, and I'm working to get it up on iTunes or something so people can have it because it is so good. So, yeah, she's actually a friend of mine who wrote it specifically for the campaign. Maybe I could have her on this show. I love that song. Yeah, yeah. Okay, tell me, is it uh, Caitlin with a C? Yeah, Caitlin, C-A-I-T-L-I-N. And her last name? Evanson, E-V-A-N-S-O-N. Okay. Oh, wonderful. I wonder if she's uh, related to Dean Evanson. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> he's, a, he's, he's a pretty well-known uh, musician, too. So okay. anyway, I love that. So it'll be okay for me to play that on the air. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because people won't be able to see the beautiful kind of healing uh, thing that's going on in the video. Mm-hmm. Um, but they'll be able to hear the song and hopefully they will go and uh, visit that and uh, yeah. hear the song and see the video because it's just beautiful. And it says here that it's uh, for counteracting the imprints of trauma through the healing discipline of trauma sensitive yoga. Now, how long has have you guys been doing? Oh, before we be, go on, I'm sorry. I wanted to mention <laughs> while we're still on the fundraising that uh, there are thank you gifts. So we can't mention anything in particular about, mm-hmm. you know, the donation level, but for a very small amount, um, you have some lovely, they call them perks, but they're very nice yeah. thank you gifts. One of them is are these beautiful journals. Now, could you tell me a little bit about those? Aren't those made um, by... Um, in India or something? Yeah. Journals? So while we were, yeah, while we were in India, we were able to meet with um, this one woman who mentors and trains these three sisters in India. Their oldest sister was um, married off, and the parents spent a lot of money on the dowry, and so they didn't have money left over for their daughters, the other three daughters, to go back to school. And so that, I mean, women in India are very oppressed, and they're um, often sent to sexual slavery if, you know, if there's that kind of risk involved. So this woman kind of took them under her wing and has been teaching them a skill so that they can have a very sustainable type of income. And so while we were there, we had happened to buy a bunch of their journals at a coffee shop. And then that afternoon, we ended up meeting these girls, not knowing that these were the ones who made the journals that we had just purchased and made the connection. It was really cool. And we thought, you know what, part of what we do with international missions should really be connecting with local businesses and really pouring into what they're doing and helping them, you know, help bring awareness to the work they're doing around the world. Absolutely. Yeah. So we have purchased journals from them in the past and given them out at our instructor training. Um, Yeah. So it's just a really neat way to empower them in what they're doing. Yes. Have you heard if the girls have been able to raise enough to be able to go to school? That's such that is another you know passion of mine. That and I mm-hmm. love the the Malala Foundation is is very committed to making sure that uh, young people and, and especially girls can get um, an education. Um, so, have you been in touch with them at all? I have been briefly in touch with the woman who works with them, and I know she um, wants to help them get further training and that kind of thing. So we're staying in contact and seeing what we can do, how we can stay Uh, connected to their work. Yeah. 
Now, um, trauma survivors in India. So did did this kind of come, um, the idea for the trauma-sensitive yoga, did that come out of your experience in India? Or did did were you already kind of involved with someone who was doing the trauma-sensitive yoga? I'm just kind of curious about yeah, that. Yeah, so my, um, as I mentioned, my good friend who actually introduced me to holy yoga, her name is Heidi Vance, and she's a therapist in Phoenix and created the curriculum for Holy Yoga's trauma-sensitive training. So her and I talked a lot about it, and um, as I was kind of pursuing where the Lord would want me within Holy Yoga on leadership, Mm -hmm. um, it just became clear that he was, like, wanting to use yoga to bring healing, and I thought about Heidi's work, and I was like, oh, my goodness, I think that we need to kind of do this work with women and girls who have been in, um, you know, sold into the sex industry. And I used to live in Uganda and worked with former child soldiers in the LRA. Mm. And so, you know, I already had this kind of heart to see kids who have gone through trauma and needing healing. And so it just kind of um, formed as I just felt like the Lord really put that in my heart to move yes. forward with. As I shared it with um, the Holy Yoga founder, Brooke Boone, she was like, yes, that's so I think we need to be moving forward in this way too. The Lord's been putting that on her heart. And oh, so that's kind wonderful. of how, um, you know, we wanted to really take it outward and, and be really missional about the work we're doing. Excuse me, the work we're doing. That is so wonderful. And it's so great how when you kind of set that intention, the Lord just brings people, mm-hmm. kind of starts bringing people together. Yeah, so true. Sorry, got a little tickle there. Um, so we just have a couple of minutes left. Oh, my gosh. So you teach holy yoga, and people can actually take classes in uh, locally, right? So the, we yeah. have, you have the fundraiser going on, and then there's also holy yoga classes, which I think, can't they find something in their area if they just go to holyyoga.net? Because you have, you have classes yeah. everywhere, right? Yeah, especially in Orange County, there are several instructors teaching. And so you can go on Facebook and like the Holy Yoga OC page and that they update when their classes are there. You can also follow them on Instagram um, to get updates. And then if I'm in LA and so I I have a Holy Yoga Los Angeles page as well as a Holy Yoga Los Angeles Instagram, which I post. But people can also go on holyyoga.net and put in, the, it says take a class, mm-hmm. and you would just put in your zip code and um, find out which instructors are nearby and where you can find a class. Mm-hmm. I, and, I, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, as far as the campaign, there are a couple of classes that are going to be held specifically to go towards this fundraiser. Mm. And so a good friend of mine um our, a few good friends of mine are teaching in Los Angeles, or I'm sorry, in Orange County, and their class, is, do you want me to give you that information now? Oh, yes, please. Yeah, their class is Tuesday, August 11th at okay. 6 p.m., and it'll be at Watermark OC Church in Costa Mesa. Oh, great. Yeah, and so they're going to put more details on their Facebook page, and so that's why I would suggest really following um, the Holy Yoga OC or Holy Yoga Los Angeles page, because that's where we'll really give more see more details for the events there or follow Holy Yoga Ministries on Instagram. I'm going to be posting as well there about upcoming events all around the U.S. So if people, you know, have friends in other cities who they'd want to share with. Uh-huh. Now is the, the class on Tuesday, the 11th, is that going to be a, mm-hmm. a regular Holy Yoga class or a trauma sensitive yoga class? 
It'll be a regular holy yoga class that all the donations will go towards this Indiegogo campaign for trauma-sensitive yoga. Wonderful. And so Mm -hmm. if somebody goes to a holy yoga class, it's like, what is that kind of going to look like? You know, are there, you know, because people get... Christian people get weird, you know, they get all weird about regular yeah. yoga classes and then other people get, you know, might get all weird about Christian, Christian yoga classes. Class. But Yeah, it really looks a lot like any other kind of, most people teach a vinyasa flow, but not all, but that it usually has that kind of feel to it. But the only thing that's different is at the beginning, somebody might share a scripture, just something that God's been working on them on and just kind of continue to bring that back throughout the class, mm-hmm. just sharing, you know, just bringing the Word of God. People play a variety of music, Christian music, or, you know, just other music that has, you know, lyrics that really are going with that intention that's set. And so it really looks similar as far as the poses and the breathwork and those mm-hmm. things to any other yoga class. It really is just that the intention that's set. Yes. On God. Oh, I and love it's that. very prayerful and meditative. Yes. Yeah. I can't wait to go because I've been wanting to form some classes. And I was like, mm-hmm. be, just because for me, and, you know, I've had some coaching training and words are so important. And so my yeah. yoga classes, it was always really important to have not only the right music, but also the right lyrics because you're in a sacred mm-hmm. space. You're internalizing these things. And it's such a wonderful opportunity to internalize you know, words and, you know, song and that's uplifting and enriching to the heart rather than, you know, some of the, I mean, and I'm not opposed to classes that have some rock and roll, but I still think we should be intentional about the words that we're taking in because we're taking in all this stuff all the time because we're bombarded with it. You know, every place that we go is blasting us with some kind of messages (laughs) to buy and consume and, you know, Mm -hmm. all of that. And so we have an opportunity during that hour, hour and a half to take into our hearts and our minds things that are, you know, restorative and healing and uplifting. So thank you so much for being a holy yoga teacher. Yes. My pleasure. I love it. Well, I'm going to have to let you go because I promised I'd let you go at at 830. (laughs) So thank you, Allison. Again, this is... My guest is Allison LaBianca, who's the Director of International Missions for Holy Yoga. And we've talked a little bit about the fundraiser. And I'm going to let you go, and I'm going to talk a little bit more. So I hope our listeners will stay with us. Thank you so much. And I look forward to meeting you sometime. Oh, you're absolutely welcome. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. And so exciting. So exciting when to connect with people who have a passion for something and want to make a difference in the world. And Tasha, who I got to meet yesterday at Triad Yoga, such a lovely class. It was just a lovely healing space and loving space. And I was able to go, stretch my body, breathe. And um, she just had kind of folk music on. In fact, she played the... And she ran song, I See Fire. I'm like, oh my gosh, I know this. This is from Lord of the Rings. Well, The Hobbit. Um, so, again, if you want to check out the Holy Yoga website, that's at holyyoga.net. And so you can search that. And then their fundraiser is through Indiegogo. And I didn't know about Indiegogo. That's a pretty cool little thing itself. Um, but it's um, called Trauma Sensitive Yoga. 
and I just realized that um, I have that video up on <laughs> up on my iPad, but my iPad is not what's hooked up to the computer. So I'm going to play a little bit of Hobbit music for you, and and then hmm, what did I do here? I'm going to play a little bit of Hobbit music for you, and then we will get back and I want to play this beautiful video with this song by Caitlin Evanson. So this is KUCI in Irvine. I am Tani Tenuviel, the resident KUCI Middle Earth Elf and the Yoga Elf. And so we will be back in just a few minutes. In the meantime, we'll hear a little bit of Hobbit music from the Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the ring. And welcome back to What Would Arwen Do? I am Tani Tenuviel, the resident KUCI Middle Earth Elf, and that beautiful music you are hearing is from the Shire, from Howard Shore, the Academy Award winning music of the Fellowship of the Ring, the Lord of the Rings. And so we have been talking about trauma-sensitive yoga and the Holy Yoga fundraiser that they are doing, this wonderful thing called Indiegogo. I have to check this out. You might want to check it out too, where you can actually raise money for your cause and you don't have to go out there and like, cold call people and things like that. It's really pretty cool. Their mission is to equip individuals and organizations to provide yoga for trauma survivors. And I think we all know some trauma survivors. We probably are all trauma survivors in some capacity. So I really love um, this uh, page that they put up. And I wanted to play for you this um, <clears throat> video in it, Allison introduces a little bit, and then the video is beautiful. You won't be able to see that part, but you will if you go. Again, if you go to Indiegogo and just type in their search, trauma-sensitive yoga, empower, restore, set free, and it will bring it right up. And But there's this wonderful song that her friend, Caitlin Evanson, composed just for this video. And when I first heard it today, I thought, oh my gosh, I love this. So you will get to hear that. So here's a little treat, a little gift from Caitlin Evanson and our friends at Holy Yoga. This is KUCI in Irvine. Hi, my name is Allison LaBianca and I'm the Director of International Missions with Holy Yoga. Our heart is to see people live as interconnected beings, heart, soul, mind, and body. But we don't want that to just end within our own selves. We want to start taking that out into a broken world. Specifically for people who have experienced severe trauma, they tend to feel like their body is their enemy. And until that pain is unlocked and a mind-body connection can be restored, that's when full healing will come. And we believe that trauma-sensitive holy yoga will empower that process. And so the video you're about to watch is an expression of our vision for Holy Yoga International. We want to see chains broken and the rubble of the past be rebuilt into something strong and beautiful, something that will start to draw others in who are also longing for that freedom. 
So thank you so much for taking the time to watch this and partnering with us to make the vision of Holy Yoga International go to the ends of the earth. This is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Welcome back to What Would Arwen Do? And that was the beautiful voice of Caitlin Evanson, who wrote that song especially for our friends at Holy Yoga and for their fundraiser that is going on for helping trauma-sensitive trauma survivors. And the Holy Yoga classes are all around here in Southern California, they have a training uh, coming up in September, and you can find out more about that on their website. It is actually, an, if you're already a 200-hour yoga certified instructor, as I am, then you can take a 95-hour training module, and most of that is online, and then has face-to-face -face, uh, five days of something, I believe, at the end, and become certified as a holy yoga instructor. <clears throat> so it'd be wonderful if we have more of those here in Orange County, helping to spread healing and joy in a faith-based environment. So if, again, as I mentioned before, you can find out about clo uh, classes in this area by, or any area, actually, by going to their website and uh, you just enter your zip code and it will show you and the mile of radius <clears throat> that you're willing to drive and it will show you where there are classes. There are classes right here in this area at St. Andrew's Presbyterian Church in Newport Beach, which isn't far, Watermark OC, which is in Costa Mesa, and St. Peter's by the Sea uh, Presbyterian in Huntington Beach. And Tasha, I believe, said that she would be back at Mariners, which is right down the road from uh, UCI, in September. She's taking the month of August off, but she'll be back teaching over at Mariners starting again in September. And this coming Tuesday, so a week from yesterday, this coming Tuesday, there's a special yoga event, uh, Holy Yoga which will be Tuesday evening, August 11th at 6 p.m. at Watermark Church OC, and that's in Costa Mesa. So uh, there's there'll be more information about that. I'm sure you could either call the church or probably just show up with your yoga clothes on and your yoga mat under your arm. And uh, yeah, so good things. And I love it when my friends in the yoga community are doing things to help uh, give back to the community 
And that is a wonderful thing about the people in the yoga community, as in the spiritual communities. They are very often doing things in the community and in the world to make a difference. And there's a wonderful, beautiful quote from Mother Teresa on the uh, website here. And first I'm going to read to you what it says that it talks about some of the benefits of yoga for trauma survivors. Um, It provides people space to befriend their body as they listen to and honor what their body needs. And this is something that I notice quite, have noticed quite often in the, the classes when I've taught is that, you know, people are embarrassed about their body. Oh, I'm so inflexible. Oh, I need to lose weight. Oh, I can't breathe. And, you know, they're just always criticizing themselves and their bodies rather than um, befriending them. And that's what I like to think of yoga is a place where we can be gentle with ourselves, with our minds, get our minds quiet, befriend our bodies, be gentle, do some things to help them become stronger and more flexible. So the benefits of yoga for trauma survivors provides people space to befriend their body as they listen to and honor what their body needs. It gives people healthy coping skills for managing their anxiety in both their body and mind. It allows people to feel more integrated and cared for holistically, psychologically, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. It teaches people how to utilize their breathing to positively impact how their nervous system responds to stress and triggering stimuli. So that is really important. Even just regular yoga classes, it's amazing the techniques that you can learn just using the breath uh, in situations of stress or anxiety. Driving, for one thing, you may find yourself clutching the steering wheel and your shoulders are kind of crunched and your breath is kind of slow and fast. And, you know, because the traffic has stopped and you need to get somewhere on time. Well, it's amazing how changing the orientation of your body and also your breath can actually change your state of mind and being. So let go, you know, release your grip a little looser on the string wheel relax your shoulders down, take a nice deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth with a big sigh and just kind of let it go. And you might be amazed at how just doing a few of those deep breaths can change your experience in your car about how you get to where you're going. So, and then lastly, it says it empowers trauma benefits of yoga for trauma survivors empowers them to feel confident in their body as opposed to feeling continually powerless as they did in their trauma. And I think many of us have areas of trauma in our lives. Uh, Sometimes it's at home, you know, maybe we were the youngest child and our siblings picked on us. Maybe we were the oldest child and had to take, take care of our siblings that didn't want us to take care of them. I raise my hand. Um, maybe, you know, things happened. We lost a parent. Our parents divorced. Maybe there was a, a car accident and we weren't injured or something, but we it was really scary. Or, you know, maybe you were in a flood. Or <laughs> There's lots of ways that we get traumatized, sometimes just by watching the news or overhearing something or hearing our parents argue. These are all things that have an effect on us, and we have a tendency to 
withdraw, and often we pull those things into the body. And uh, after years and years and years, <clears throat> it's amazing how the body can kind of get locked up. That's why I love people that um, I love <clears throat> when I n- hear of people doing massage and other types of body work, myofascial release, chiropractic in <clears throat> in the world, and helping people to. Um, befriend their body and love their bodies and and allow their bodies to be free. And I think we've all noticed people sometimes that, you know, they walk or they're kind of hunched over. Their attitude sometimes is a hunched over kind of attitude. Whereas a lot of times people who are open and standing up tall, not always, but they're not kind of protecting themselves. And we see this a lot of time in children that kind of tend to kind of scrunch up and hunch their shoulders and not make eye contact and um, that's a traumatized person that in some aspect of their being they've been traumatized and so yoga is wonderful for healing it um, most of the mindful instructors I know yes you can find yoga classes where you just go and go through a bunch of rigorous postures and listen to rock and roll music and that's fine you're probably I'm sure you're going to get some benefit for your body and get nice and strong and it's everyone's prerogative to do that there are also classes out there where you can go and experience a loving environment where the teacher really wants to connect with her students wants to create a sacred space for healing to happen in and for strength to happen in and a place that's safe for if emotions come up, you know, you don't have to feel weird about, you know, if you find yourself, you know, shedding a few tears on your mat or something, it's like, that's okay. You know, it's, it's, it's just tears. Tears are, tears, you know, cleanse the soul and tears are good. Just like kisses. So we've been hearing today about the, the Holy Yoga. I will be going next Tuesday evening to the, um, for it'll probably be my first holy yoga class too, but at Watermark Church in Costa Mesa, August 11th at 6 p.m. And I'm Tani Tanuviel. I have long dark hair, not long, but you know, a little past my shoulder. So if you come, look for me. I'll I won't be able to look for you, but look for me. So I'm trying to find the elf. Is the elf here? And uh, hopefully there will be a number of us all there. And um. I wanted to read to you this beautiful quotation from Mother Teresa that is on the uh, Indiegogo fundraiser site. Again, it's trauma-sensitive yoga and uh, empower, restore, set free. And so just, uh, just search for that. But it says, here's Mother Teresa. I love her so much. There is a light in this world, a healing spirit, more powerful than any darkness we may encounter. We may sometimes lose sight of this force when there is suffering, too much pain. Then, suddenly, the spirit will emerge through the lives of ordinary people who hear a call and answer in extraordinary ways. And, yes, that's Mother Teresa. And one of the other things she says that I love so much is that something to the effect of we can't all do great things, but we can do small things with great love. 
And so that's what I like to remember when I go to work or when I am walking around and, you know, just encountering people, just a smile, making eye contact and smiling can really brighten someone's day. They, it can remind them that they're not invisible, that they're, that they are, that they're there and they matter and that someone cared to, to smile at them. So a smile is a free gift you can give to anyone. Coming up in just a few moments, Writers on Writing, I am Tani Tanuvio, the resident KUCI Middle Earth Elf. This is What Would Arwen Do? I'll be back next Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. I believe this show will be going up on podcast soon. The music will be edited out uh, for copyright purposes, but I hope that uh, you'll maybe take a listen or uh, encourage someone to find out about holy yoga and uh, trauma-sensitive yoga. And uh, I'm going to leave you with that wonderful song. Ed Sheeran is making it is is pretty well known, but I have a remix of the Hobbit song, Icy Fire, which I love. And so I'm going to play that for you in uh, parting. And so I hope you'll find some time this summer to read a good book, spend some time in nature, um, spend some time with your friends. Spend some time in quiet. Quiet quiet is good, especially if you want to uh, combine them. Read a book under a tree in the quiet. Let the breeze kiss your face. And um, come and join me next week, please. If you'd like to contact me, I'd love to hear from you at askanelf at yahoo.com. Askanelf at yahoo.com. And so until next week, namariya. Elin salalumin amintielvo ashar star shines on the hour of our meeting and just a few minutes